0: 18 plus.
1: Hi everyone, thanks for downloading episode 189 of Gigpod As you can probably hear with the noise, we are indeed at Molly Malone's again The home of the greatest garrison in Glasgow and the home of Gigpod So I'm Stevie and joining me for this special pre-match podcast Yes you're getting 3-1, a pre-match, a half-time And a post-match reaction to Celtic against Lazio in match day 2 of Group E In the Champions League for this campaign Read so, hello from Molly Malone's
2: Hello Stevie, hello everyone and it's great to be back And good old Molly Malone's once more a fantastic
1: venue and of course the home of a gig Indeed, right so we're not going to do this for long anyway uh, maybe a wee prediction or two and we'll talk about the teams but the teams have been uh, announced in Celtic lineup with Joe Hart in goal Alistair Johnson at right back Centre uh, Haas are Phillips and Scales with Taylor at left back midfield three you can probably imagine is Cal McGregor Matt O'Reilly and Rio Hattati front three Dyson Maeda Thiogo and a bit of a surprise one with Yang because that was the first one you talked about, John where you were surprised that he started why so? Well, I thought Palmer would get the nod especially after he scored
2: that goal on Saturday I mean, I didn't think he was brilliant but he scored a goal which would have given him a lot of confidence I thought Yang was pretty quiet against Mullowell I mean, in fact he took off at half time after only five minutes replaced by James Forrest so I'm a bit surprised but obviously Brendan will have his reasons we don't know them as yet because we've not heard but yeah, now Phillips, I expected to start, and I think, as I said on the podcast the other day, that's why he featured in the second half of the Milo game. And the other big team news is that for the first time since August, CCV's back. He's on the bench. Brendan did say yesterday that he was fitter than people thought. No fit enough to start the game, obviously, but he is at least on the bench, which is great news. And we've got one more game left, obviously, before the international break, Saturday against Kilmarnock. We'll talk about that more in the next pod. But I would be home The CCB If he doesn't get Some game time tonight We'll get some game time On Saturday
1: and We're now at Molly's and they are Showing the Atletico Madrid And final game It's currently 3-2 To Atletico and As it stands And now they're out Top on four points Final on three Lazio of course On one point And ourselves For the moment On zero John we were both In complete agreement That this is a game We have to win I don't think a draw is a disaster But it's a, it's a You know It's a must not lose game I think if we lose this Then we can say Cheerio oh. To our Champions League hopes for the rest of the campaign. I think it's going to be so miserable so I really hope that, <laughs> and it will be, and I know we, we obviously kind of criticise Celtic in Europe after last season, but we're still going to anyway, if, of course we don't put on a show tonight. I sincerely hope that is not the case, but I think you, John, would agree that the game against Lazio tonight, if we lose that, it's, it's just a complete disaster.
2: Yeah, I would even say that if we lose this game, I think we'd even after two games it'd be difficult for us to finish third in the group because we'd we'll be four points behind Lazio three behind Feyenoord four behind Affleco as it stands and no one to do down Selic like. I mean I think this is a decent Celtic team in a rebuild phase but I just can't see he's getting much joy in the two games against Atletico. which are the next two games in the Champions League for us so I think it's a huge game for us it's one that we can't afford to lose we don't want to have another Champions League campaign last season where we end up being miserable through it and the listeners end up hating us even though they usually love us but no I mean it's, it's a big test for us tonight but we're, we're still not playing that well we're playing a Lazio team who aren't playing that well either they've only won one I think game this season but it was against Napoli that two, the, the, or two games one well, won one at the last five they're, they're, they're not in good form I mean they did beat Napoli though who obviously are the champions of Italy I think it'll be a difficult game but I mean, Lazio will probably, probably think about the same about I they still be thinking, this shell is going to be a hard game. But obviously, the, the atmosphere, which away teams love because they can patronise us after after the beat is. But no, I, I think it's, it's got to be, a, I don't know, a tough game. I, I just hope we, we turn up and don't do our usual in Europe. The three rules in Europe, don't give away a goal early on, don't give away a goal then, give away a goal a minute later, and don't miss sitters.
1: And there's a new rule, don't get any players set off after the last game either. When you look at that Celtic team, who do you fancy to do the business tonight? Who do you think will be uh, the danger man? Because I'm looking at Rio Hattati simply because against Feyenoord, I thought he was appalling. And I'm going to say it, he was. He was very poor. People might not want to hear that and people might think, oh, you're being out of order. I don't think I am. he was really bad against Feyenoord. I'm expecting him to show up tonight. And I think if he is on form, John, we could have a bit of joy against Latsu. Well,
2: for me, it's Matt O'Reilly everybody knows how well he's playing now five goals already a season somehow left out of the Denmark squad for their uh, latest games in the Euro qualifiers I think he's the best player in Scotland now and also I think Dyson's always decent in Europe he, he, I mean he, he wasn't great the other day but he worked so hard you can always expect him to have an impact in the game I thought he was good against Feyenoord and obviously Kyogo He still no score for us in the Champions League I thought he had a quiet game against Feyenoord Surely, it's set up for him to finally find the back of the neck and the Champions League for us.
1: Yeah, so uh, prediction time, and I'm going to go away in my heart. It's 2 0, right? But I think realistically in my head, it's going to be a 2-each draw. Hope I'm wrong, and I hope Celtic do the business and get three points. But as long as we don't get beat, I just get the feeling it's going to be just where defence not being as strong as it should be and the goalkeeper situation as we know. Let's not forget that. I think it's going to be a 2-each draw. If CCBU is fit, and starting then I think we'd win which shows how important
2: he is for us even if he was playing alongside Phillips or Scales he's that good I mean I think it be a hard game but I'm going to I'm going uh, to go for a, a 2-1 Celtic win uh,
1: a rare Champions League uh, group stage win for us OK well I guess we'll be talking at half time to see where our predictions have went John and just for the audience as well you're obviously watching a game with me uh, first Celtic game at home you've been watching with me and I th- when was the last game we watched together at home obviously I'm not going tonight so I've given away my ticket but I'll be going ah, to the hero you are. thank you I'll be going to the other two but I'm thinking we have they watched a home game we've watched like games in Europe with each other before never at Celtic Park though
2: not, never at Celtic Park we've watched obviously derbies at Hamden and at Ibrox and we've watched loads
1: of league games right. and that together but none not this is the first one you can go and get a a dessert at the bar then to celebrate that one John a nice big cake or something Right, I'm away to get my cake and we'll speak to you at half-time. Right, so we're here at half-time, just outside Molly Malone's. It is a bouncing job, but you wouldn't expect anything less from one of the best pubs in Glasgow, especially the Homa Gig Pod. Absolutely not, the Homa Gig Pod and Guinness and Cools, those are those great drinks. Molly Malone's, thank you. Thanks for that. Yeah, so we're just going to do some quick half-time thoughts. Again, we're going to keep it very brief for you all. But uh, yeah, Celtic one, Lazio one goal we concede, but let's talk up the good goal that we actually did score and I did want to say that the ball from Matt O'Reilly was so similar to the ball that he played for Burnaby against uh, Bobal and the James Forrest Testimonial, really good bit quick thinking and that's what I was saying John is when we're watching that game, you know the, the quick movement but the first time passes are like sort of drawing Latsby out of position, we need to be doing more of it because even we are, we're getting into really good opportunities and good spaces and positions. Yeah, I thought
2: it was a great goal, it was Dyson with the pass to O'Reilly, a brilliant no-look sort of, and a winner pass to Kyogo, who finally scored the first Champions League goal for Celtic, as I hoped he would before the game, and it was a great goal, and Parkhead was bouncing, but we couldn't really take advantage of that and we we'll
1: let Lazio back in set piece disaster wasn't it where the fact that we uh, allowed Lazio two free headers uh, the boy Vicini, who I think uh, Dan was saying before the game was there a ple- present for Lazio um, and one of the players to watch gets the equaliser and I think it was coming John because as much as uh, we scored the goal rattled Lazio for a while they weren't passing the ball at the back and everything they weren't looking comfortable slowly they started getting in the game and a lot of that's down there in midfield I thought when when they're on it McGregor, Hattati and O'Reilly have been great but the drop off I think with Hattati has let Lazio's midfield come into the game they've been taking control a bit more then they get a couple of opportunities um, and then all of a sudden it's a Goal for them But I think You're expecting more For Rio Hitati In general Midfielder now
2: Midfield's been an issue I think defence Has been okay For the most part Skills has been excellent He's been excellent Apart from maybe one mistake But led to a shot It was a good save By Joe Hart Even though it was offside But the biggest issue For me is When we get in good positions like In the final third We keep making The, the, the wrong choices Like Like Carl McGregor Who has been quiet And a brilliant turn And was in loads of space Towards the end of the half But a wrong pass I think Yang's been poor I, I wouldn't have picked him but I mean there's chances for us in the second half I think but we need to keep making the the right decisions and don't make the wrong ones because they'll get chances as well and they look sort of more settled in front of Golden as I'd say but 1-1's decent at half time and hopefully we can cut out the mistakes and push on the second half
1: and before I ask you about who the star performer is in the first half so far it has to be noted though as well that going in level is a bonus because typical Celtic normally we're like we were just waiting for a sucker punch for that sale In the injury time Or something at that point In the first half So we are getting there John Slowly Yeah We didn't concede a a goal
2: Which would Another goal Which would have been Just dreadful So no I mean We're we're still well in it And The manager's got some Big decisions to make He'll need to bring on Substitutes obviously I'm not sure who they'll be But That's how
1: he earns his money So we just need to wait and see And I'm going to say The the first half performer In the game so far I think you're going to Probably go with the fate. I'm going to say Dyson Mider He made a pretty Poor decision at one point out in the night But other than that I think he's been excellent He's been a real thorn in uh, High size at The I think he's the last left back He signed Actually mm. so to me I'm butchering uh, names A bit like you <laughs> Yes But no i have got to go with Dyson Maeda I think so far He has definitely Been the man in the match Just ahead of Mal O'Reilly I, I thought you were going to say Liam Scales No Matt O'Reilly's been excellent For me I mean that pass for the
2: goal was brilliant And he looks like a guy That can play at a high level A lot of these Celtic players, I don't think look good enough to play in the Champions League, but he does, and I think he'll be key for us
1: saying half. Right, well, I guess we'll talk to everybody uh, full time then. See you after the game.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? Right, it's
1: full time, Celtic 1, Lazio 2, match day 2 of 6 in Group E in this season's Champions League and uh, John, the one thing we did say before the game was that no matter what tonight, we just couldn't afford to lose Now, in the fifth minute of the injury time, Pedro headed in a winner We've got no points for two games when, realistically, and just being honest here We are where we are because of the lack of quality, but that is a slow one to take, isn't it? No, I, I thought
2: we played well Second half we limited limited So I believe they, they, with That header was probably The
1: only real chance In the second half And Well no The Filippi the Anderson well, that, they, But he fell, He, didn't he fell, short But he had a short For a long range Which Joe Hart made A really good okay, save Okay that was Well I mean
2: I wouldn't count them As real chances We had that Hitati free kick saved We had the The goal disallowed Which we'll talk about In a minute And then just Giving away a goal In the 95th minute It's just Single and to me, it's just ended European hopes for any European competition after two games. Well, already four points behind Lazio, four behind Atletico because they beat Final three two earlier, and three behind Final. Who's obviously got a better head to head? So, I mean, I'll take some miracle if we finish third, and we'll get Atletico twice in the next two games. And all I can see is two defeats. I mean, I. No, it sounds despondent because I thought we had played well tonight, but it's just the same old story. But this was a new way to lose Europe cause this is the first time we've had a goal disallowed under VAR. And yeah. then we give away a ridiculous last
1: minute winner, CCV, of all people giving away the ball. Never been that deflated with a home defeat in Europe since the Bayern Munich one. They had like, I remember Bayern Munich in 2017, I think. 2018? Like, 2017, I'm sorry. They had like five big players out. We dominated, we could give away a ridiculous goal. Thank you, Craig Gordon. Brought our way back into it with a brilliant goal, thanks to Callum McGregor, after brought him up with James Forrest. And I thought, we were going to hold out and maybe go out and win. Because it's what we really deserve. We were brilliant that night. Again, against a weakened Bayern team and they went up the park and scored within, like, two minutes or something. And I thought, yeah, I'm not comparing that to Bayern. No. I'm- but it was such a killer that night. And I feel... Just as bad tonight. I mean, that is that is that has done us tonight.
2: Last so happy, I draw. He stopped attacking really, until we just committed yet another football crime in Europe. I don't know. I mean, I don't even know what to think about Saturday against Kelly yet, which is the last game before the the break. But I mean, I think it'll take a lot to get the players back, confidence back, after because that, that is such a, a terrible defeat. Which we, I don't want to have hard luck those that we didn't
1: deserve. But last so Satisfied with a draw? He stopped attacking. I didn't see anything for Lazio to suggest that they were ever going to threaten. I go up in the park and score like that. Right. I, I just can't kind of get my head around CCV of all people. No, and it, I'm and I'm wondering, tonight that should he have been on the park?
2: Like, no reason to be in midfield, getting the ball away. i rather getting tackled and losing the ball. I mean. I don't know, he's such a great player. That was his first appearance in, I think, like, six, seven weeks. So it was bring, up, like, always bring, a gamble.
1: Do he bring like, sort of anything mentally into that? The fact that he's been out for so long and throwing him into a big game there in, 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 in like, 60 minutes or so?
2: I don't know, Brodge obviously didn't think Phillips was fit enough to complete the game because he's hardly played either. He's
1: <laughs> just an absolute gutter. It's a kind of <laughs> really changes bad. the whole uh, trajectory of the pod as well because if that was one each we're going to say right there. we've still got a chance to do something in Europe a deserve result arguably should I probably win the game a draw would have been a, I guess, a fair result but probably a bit more positive after that and I don't really want to feel like I'm the team hammering the manager they don't deserve it but ultimately John losing to one at home in a game that as I say the whole second half Lazio arguably the whole game Lazio didn't really threaten and they scored two goals at Celtic Park, they've run away with three points and you wonder like, how much of that is just down to the mentality there?
2: Yeah, that's probably a, a fact. I mean, we are crap in Europe, let's not make any bones about it, but we've not won a knockout tie since 2004 in a tournament. I mean, a, like a last 32, last 16 knockout tie. What about Champions League? When was, it, was it the Ajax game then in 2013? Yeah, we've not won a game at home on the group stages for 10 years sickening man. We've yeah. only won like two away games ever in the group stages. You have, I know Newcastle get more money then obviously, but there's a team like Newcastle who's been like doing nothing in Europe for years and they're going to beat PSG 4-1 tonight. I mean I don't I you can't really compare us because of the money, but we shot ourselves in the foot tonight I mean
1: we better talk about the, the disallowed goal as well. I mean I was can I also just say fair play to uh, good old Molly Malone's of course in Hope Street and Glasgow. Not only taking the game off and putting the darts on, but uh, also making sure that the music is turned up and people are trying to enjoy themselves despite that result, so thanks to them. It's not even, it's not even uh, Gary Anderson, my favourite darts
2: player, unfortunately, but there you go. But no, I mean, the other big moment in the game was when I think 81st minute, we we took the lead, uh, when Palma, we thought he scored his second goal for Celtic with a low drive into the bottom of the net. But, there in the pub went busted. Palmer done a good celebration He took his shirt off Which he still gets a yellow card for so That's what you loved about it, it, aye uh, Of course well, a guy, great abs As a gym goer, I respect it <laughs> uh, Yet yeah, he still gets that booking. By the way, VAR really should have looked at that Punch in the face I got in the first half I think. Yeah, I think so as well and I, it's, I, not I a, know, it's
1: not
2: an excuse, of course No, but, but they should have There's I mean, a consistency Exactly But I mean, like We thought Palmer had scored But it turned out that in had touched it in the build-up, he sort of went back to overhead kick it and he just had the, the faintness of the touches. So that I meant that Palmer was offside because he didn't feel the play and the team still kept going Though we never really created that many chances. I mean there was a the free kick which was well worked and Johnson had the rebound over the bar but just getting away that goal is
1: an absolute killer. It's just absolutely I can tell, tell you an you are deflated. I think, oh, I, you know, as soon as the full time whistle and everybody in this pub just disappeared You want to go home and go to bed? I do too, but sadly I've got to edit this great podcast. What a hero you are. Thank I mean, you.
2: I mean, what I have this is I've got. I'm going to be. No doubt we'll get a slide for this and I'll be a bad Sealy fan, but I've got new no interest now. And watching the rest of the Champions League games.
1: I will watch uh, them all. I don't know. Dep- I mean, look, I've been realistic. I don't think we'll get a point against the Madrid in both games. I I, I would say we're going to even struggle to get a goal against them. If it wasn't for GigPod, I wouldn't have watched them. would have been play? But no, look, I'm still going to go. I'm still going to hope that the team can pull off a miracle. No, you rail. did say earlier, though, off pod.
2: I think it was off pod. I says, you're maybe going to the final game. Would you go if that game was a dead rubber? I think
1: it will be. Well, I've paid for the news, so yeah, I will. I will. But uh, i if it's a dead rubber then the only reason I'll be gone is to hopefully see is I don't care if it's a meaningless game or not. Like we need, a win, we need a, a win in that Champions League. Well, no we league. need a win just to get the like ten years of it a win at home in the
2: Champions
1: League, it's ridiculous. And bear in mind I mean I know we're not thinking about it but the club still get bonuses financially from that type of thing as well. The club gets like two million pounds or three million pounds for every win we get in the Champions League. So
2: we're losing out in money.
1: But even though that's more money what, we can what, hold. Oh yeah, I know exactly. So we can put it in the bank and show off about it and do nothing with. It. But even that, I mean, the the one player that you know we we were seeing with like Joe Hart and Greg Taylor, we needed better than getting into the Champions League campaign. And I think Joe Hart let us down against Fiorentina, but tonight he had nothing to do. But yeah, he still picks the ball out the back of the night Twice One long range save in the second half, in that set. and that's it. And like CCV, uh, he's
2: such an amazing player. And it's him that makes the big mistake. Just unfathomable, really. And, I'm sure the gig pod listeners can tell we're really deflated That's and miserable right, but about you can't this.
1: Really, you can't really analyse I can't that even be
2: cheered up with the fact they're playing
1: Bruce Ringstein and good old Molly Malone. Uh, uh, it's hard to analyse that type of game, I get. Uh, like, you're just looking at that, and anybody watching it would say Celtic were fully deserving of the point. We didn't deserve. No, we didn't deserve. Like
2: At least against Feyenoord we were stupid, and you can say we deserve to lose because we're stupid. and Totally controlled but, that I game. I mean, this like, game. Like, even the first goal we gave away was daft. Like, two headers. We shouldn't be giving away two headers in our own penalty box. And just... I don't know. If it was a draw, we could at least, like, have something to go into. Like, Laxley would only be a point ahead of so us. We could still have a chance. But no. No. <laughs> I can't
1: believe we're probably done in Europe after two games. I actually don't know if we'll do another one like this again, by the way. Because I, I like the. To watch the goals back, watch the game back and not analyse it but rationalise it, but just watching that on Raw tonight, seeing the reaction to everybody in the pub and the only saving grace I've got to say here is I'm glad I was the Celtic part for that because uh, the poor guy in front of me when that goal went in would have probably been after his work with like, a broken spine or something, how hard would I would have kicked the seat <laughs> because that would have absolutely done me, um, really really good guy that I gave a ticket to away and he's bigger and taller and me the meat, none of that's a surprise. But um, I hope he didn't react terribly. And I'm banned for the final game or something, Or the Athletical game for my ticket. It might be a good thing actually, John. Yeah, I'm glad we never done that plan initially. Me, you, and Dan, he go to a game each. Uh, no, uh, it's, uh, it's been a a masterstroke of decision making for us. Aye, right. but uh, no, it's just a right got all the night and
2: I just hope it doesn't affect the team of got... you. I hope we just take the... I just hope they take the good things for tonight that we actually played well and stood up to. I know they're no playing well in Elancio, but we stood up to them and we weren't overall. And we, we really shouldn't have lost that game. And I just don't know how we managed to beat again in Europe. We really are. I see that Brendan's getting interviewed in the and we would really be interested to in see what he says. But, and good old Molly Mullins. But no, this really is a a bad one it's uh, worse than much worse than losing 5-1 or something much nah,
1: worse it is, it is. you'd rather be cuffed than know that you were outclassed and you know you never really had a chance than lose like that because it was just I've never seen a reaction like that even with a goal being disallowed I mean the, with, with, with as soon as I went to a goal check and I did say to you he looks offside there because Dyson touched the ball and just everything in that second half didn't deserve it but ultimately John like when we play SPFL teams in the league, say maybe they dominate against us, we get goals out or nothing. you yeah, it like last weekend, I mean, even last weekend. I mean, the weekend there I thought we generally controlled the game, but the things we do, I team, just we, we can't let it
2: be a hard. We can even though it is another hard luck story We can't let it I know, like infect the season going forward. We've, we've got too many big games ahead. We've got, I mean,
1: I don't think it will though.
2: Come on, on Saturday we need revenge, especially as I'm going. I think. Uh, we've got Hearts and Hibs away next month. I mean, later this month, two big games. I mean, we're seven points ahead in the league. We're in a good position. I just, I just hope it doesn't affect the team worship. I think it will affect the fans. though. So, I mean, I, I would imagine Saturday, be a pretty downbeat atmosphere after that.
1: Hopefully not. But listen, it's a downbeat atmosphere on this pod. I- Yeah, sorry about that, Um, listeners. Genuinely sorry about this. I think this is the one and only time we'll do a reaction in in the pub after. Because, well, you're going the next two, next two anyway. I'm fucking deflated after that, and I guess this is a raw reaction. You know, when we talk about the Kilmarnock game on the Sunday, I'm sure that we'll do our usual. You know, we'll watch the game back, and then we'll constructively talk about it. It's not going to be in
2: the pub, though, is it, John? No, we're going to be doing that one... Uh, over Zencastron, not good old Molly Malone's this time but thank you to them as usual for having us for this pod, the host is great as ever, and there's another Bruce Springsteen song to get another reason that Molly Malone's is the greatest pub, they constantly play the boss Bruce Springsteen.
1: Right, well, I don't really need to say any more, I'm absolutely gutted after that, I think every other Celtic fan listening to this is, this isn't going to be a pick me up pod, it's just an raw reaction, sorry everybody so I'm sure you'll say the same and do your outro it's gig Pod in the Raw (laughs) that's what we should call it the episode title Always
2: war great TV show yes So thank you Stevie thank you Molly Malones so what we'd like you to do now is subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify it's important for us get your pals if they want to listen to a a different Celtic podcast that takes a sideways glance at Celtic uh, get them to subscribe to the pods. Oh, oh, this might not be the best one for them to listen. To. Wait until, wait until Sunday's episode, where hopefully will be more fun. But that's what we want. We want many subscribers as possible on Spotify, on iTunes, on all the other podcast platforms, and you can leave us good reviews as well. That's important as well. But as many subscribers as possible, we want more and more as the season goes on to for our many exciting plans between now and the end of the season. But yes, eh, we will be back on Sunday after the Commander game. Hopefully, we're a bit more cheery. And then next week, we're going to have, I don't know, you and the guys will do yet another hilarious pod. What's that called again? Don't worry about me. Don't worry about me. <laughs> that, great, that great pod, yes. Which I will be on eventually, but not next week probably because I'm so deflated after the night. But no, thank you to Mollers as ever. Great pub. Everybody should come here. Subscribe to the pod, iTunes. Uh, Spotify, all the other platforms, we want as many as possible. We'll speak to you all on Sunday. Hopefully, no more hard luck stories like tonight was. Sorry it's not been as fun as usual, but that really was a setting up the night. Speak to you all on Sunday. Thanks for listening, and hail, hail.